Well, welcome to a, uh, another leadership podcast. Uh, I'm Pastor Matt McClory uh, from Colonial Church and I'm um, really excited to record this podcast today and I, I really pray that um, this would be something that you get out of it. Um, you get something out of this because we, um, we like to do these sort of leadership talks and conversations with people from time to time that um, are really doing great things. And um, I'm excited about the one that we're, we're recording today. So um, thanks for tuning in. Grab a coffee, sit down, uh, have a listen. And I really believe as you lean into this leadership podcast that you're actually going through the process of becoming a great leader yourself. Um, and uh, if, if you haven't subscribed, please subscribe um, and just be leaning into these podcasts because as you do that, I do believe that God blesses it and he grows your leadership and he helps you along the way. But this morning, today, I've got um, a really special guest, an amazing guy in our church, Brian Braddock, um, with me today. Uh, thanks for being here, Brian. It's good to see you. Thanks for And um, we're just excited to catch up and talk and um, this guy's got an amazing story, so I'm going to get straight into it right now. I'm going to ask, start asking some questions. Uh, we're going to do everything we can to draw the gold um, out of Brian today. But, but bro, can you just tell me, um, just straight off the top, just to set some context for people, um, just tell us a bit about you. So, you know, your family, what you mm-hmm. do and all yep. that good stuff. Um, married to my amazing wife, uh, Jenna. We've been married for uh, 14 years. And uh, we have two little boys, uh, six-year-old Benjamin, eight-year-old Jackson. Um, we all love Colonial Church, and uh, the little, my little boys love Colonial Kids. And uh, anyways, my wife is a registered uh, dietitian. She works for herself and does a lot of pretty awesome things. Um, I am the head football coach at St. Augustine High School, and I also teach math and science there. That's awesome. You guys are a, uh, a pretty dynamic couple. Um, Jenna is, you know, prolific in like some of the stuff she does. She's on TV uh, in Jacksonville. She's social media, you know, seems to just be genius at what she does. Um, Just, just, this isn't in my notes. I just want to throw this. Does she really inspire you? Absolutely. It's funny. My, uh, last night, my best friend and I, we were in the truck riding back from a JV football game, coming back from Palaka and he asked me more questions about her. He said, when's her next big trip? I said, well, she's going to Budapest in January. <laughs> and he goes, man, she's what we all want to be when we grow up. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, she inspires me how she can, for long periods of time, um, she's home alone um, mm-hmm. with our children. She's an amazing mother. Um, she runs an amazing uh, business that is not just about the, the bottom line. It's about really impacting people's lives and, and taking the, the gifts that God has given her of of um, counseling and obviously the knowledge she's gained uh, nutritionally and wellness and uh, she's impacted a lot of people's lives and, and she's she's special that's awesome yeah she is amazing your whole family's amazing we're grateful to have you at colonial and i love getting my my hug every sunday morning from your boys they're <laughs> awesome um so but 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 coming back to you for a second you're actually in a really amazing position um head football coach, St. Augustine High School. You're obviously also a teacher um, at the school. Like God's really put you in a place of influence. Like you're, you're really in a position, he's positioned you really to be able to be influential um, in this world of, of high school. Can you, can you talk a little bit about that? Can you talk a little bit about like, like what your job looks like? Like what, what your role is and, and, and how you see that influence playing out week in, week out? Sure. Um, so I, uh, 
I teach algebra one intensive math and I teach, uh, I've taught physics, statistics, a variety of classes over the years. Um, so I get a, I get a pretty wide cross section of our students throughout the day. Um, and then I'm the head football coach. So I've got about a hundred plus athletes that, in a program that I, that I oversee, you know, with parents and supporters and, and booster club and all of that stuff. Um, but on the day to day, um, you know, we, 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 ha- we do have some notoriety, um, in our football program. So it is, it is kind of by default, um, a leadership role, obviously in name, but also maybe even exacerbated a little bit more, um, here in St. Augustine. And, um, it's a, it's an opportunity. Um, you know, our young men can be notorious for the good things or the wrong things. Um, Mm. so, so not only do I on our campus have a huge opportunity for impact, um, but the ripple effect of our program can have a huge opportunity. If we've got about 1700 kids, if about 800, let's just say exactly half, 850 are boys, we've got, you know, almost 15% of the boys on our campus on our, on our team and our program. So that's a pretty big group of kids that can have a big impact. So, so it's a big deal. Um, it's, it's really important to us that we have that impact and that we use football as a tool to um, improve our campus, improve mm-hmm. morale on our campus, improve the way people treat people on our campus. Um, we, we, we're dealing with um, humans, so it doesn't always go according to plan, but uh, but it's it, it's a great opportunity. Yeah, yeah, that's an amazing what perspective you have that you know football is really just a tool. Um, it's not even though football is amazing, even though it's a great program, even though there's there's people that you know want to be great at football and maybe um, football's incredible, but really it's just a, a part of the mechanism that you're using to be able to help these these young men sort of, you know, grow. Um, so when it comes to some of these boys, 15% of the school, of the boy, uh, the, the boys in the school as part of this program, like, like what do you see as, you know, something that inspires them? Like if you think about their lives and, and you, you're, you're interacting with them every single day, like what inspires these guys to greatness? Well, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to twist the, the question a hair in that, um, a lot of things that, and this is true for, for me, for probably adults as well, a lot of the things that inspire us are things that we think are going to inspire us. Mm. And they do temporarily, but they really don't long term. And, and, and uh, with young people who um, are finding their way, I think it's even more prevalent. And I think a big, big part of what my job is and our coaches' jobs and our adults on campus, um, we were just talking about this yesterday, literally just yesterday with my team, um, is can we get you to a point of maturity where the better things are inspiring you? Um, maybe not superficial things, maybe not temporal things, um, because they're, they're, they're human like everybody else. Um, mm-hmm. Notoriety inspires them. Um, in a football sense, you know, success inspires them. Um, my name in the paper inspires them. Um, but we're looking for that deeper level of inspiration. We're looking for um, being rooted in a community that is about more than just winning games, inspiring them, uh, service to their teammates and their school, inspiring them, um, being accountable to the people who depend on them in something as inconsequential as a football game, mm. inspiring them, but then learning how to take that to, to the, 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 the bigger things of life. So I think the biggest challenge with young people, and really a lot of people, is trying to, and I use the word maturity, I think, I think it is a mark of maturity as what inspires you changes and evolves into more deeper, more, maybe more permanent, more eternal things. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's, that's really big to me with our young men. 
That's awesome. So what are some of the challenges then? So you just hit on that just briefly. Like what, what are some of the challenges that face these guys? Yeah, we, we have a, the strength of St. Augustine High School is its diversity. And um, it's, it's an amazing place. And you don't have a lot of schools that are successful in football and also an amazing school of the arts. Yeah, like wow. it's, I mean, that, that right there kind of just sums up the diversity of our school. Mm. Um, we have kids who, who come from very, very challenging home life situations. We have kids who come from, you know, three quarter million dollar homes in Marsh Creek. So, so it's a diverse place. Mm. Um, so the challenges are, are very different across the board. I would say um, the, the biggest challenges that I see, though the, the common ones, the common threads are rooted in um, not having a sense of purpose. Um, mm. Therefore, I'm inspired by the wrong things, maybe. Yeah. Um, chasing, chasing lots of little victories in life that are not going to make me happy, that are not going to fill me up. Um, fixating my mind on something that maybe the world is telling me is really important. Um, so everything I do is try to, trying to align to that, but it's really just creating frustration. Um, and, then, and then, you know, Having having the trust of authority, and, and I, we take this very, I, I repeat your your a lot of your your sermon for, on authority to our, our players, being willing to trust authority and understanding that not only are we here to tell you what to do, we're also here to protect you and guide you, mm, and yeah. we take that very seriously. Wow, and that's a huge challenge for these young men. Um, a lot of our young men come from a fatherless home, so they've been their authority for a long time. As soon as they were able wow. to look at mom eye to eye, and they really struggle with the authority of an adult all of a sudden now in high school telling them what to do. Wow, and do you find that that authority takes time? Like, and and yeah, can you just speak into that a yeah. little bit, like that? Because yeah. you have a very unique perspective, you know, as a high school football coach. Yes, so we we have we have guys who come in, and you can tell that they've operated under in a, in a realm of authority. You can tell it. You can tell right away within five minutes of meeting a young man. And then we have uh, young men, kids all over campus, who have not operated within a realm of healthy authority. Maybe it's been dysfunctional, so they no longer trust authority. Maybe it was just never there, so they've been their own authority. Mm. And they're not willing to relinquish that, so they're going to fight it with everything they've got. And I implore our ninth graders every year when they come in. We, we, do, we do a lot off the field in the summer. Um, we're able to really kind of just step back. And, and we do a lot of what we call team talks on different character characteristics and character traits and just really who we are. And a lot of it's aimed at those new kids because so many of our young men... Um, well, I use the word waste. We lose a year or two yeah. of just that fight. And it's like, I go back to the authority. Like, guys, we are an authority here. Mm. Authority is God-given. And, and are we perfect? No. But we're not going to take advantage of that. Mm. We're not here to lord over you. We're here to serve your hearts, not just your talents. Wow. Um, please trust us. <laughs> um, and, and it's very rewarding, though, when you see that young man who, when he's a junior, who would suck his teeth and not listen to a word you would say as a freshman, when eventually you get there. We don't get there with all of them. Um, yeah. and, and eventually you have to do what's best for the, the community. Mm. Um, and, and that happens, unfortunately, sometimes. But that, that's a challenge. It's a challenge. That's awesome. Um, yeah, that would be a really rewarding thing to see some of those ones, you know, those guys really take that, go on that journey. Um, and I could see how that would put a lot of wind in your sails too as Absolutely. a coach. Um so actually, you just talked about community. You said that sometimes you got to do what's right for the community. Can you speak into how the community affects these kids? So, sure, sure. Well, and there's the there's the sub community of just our football program, right? And sometimes, you know, as the authority, you have to be the protector. Hmm. And um, and 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 that's that's really really gets hard because um, you you never want to lose you know 
a sheep from the flock. Right. Um, you don't want that to happen. Yeah. Um, but if that sheep keeps making uh, the rest of the flock wander into the wolf's den, you have a problem. Mm. So, so that's 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 challenging. And then then the greater community outside, um, we we've we've made a real concerted effort the last few years to make a push to be involved at our feeder elementary schools, to be involved at our feeder middle schools, to be doing community service and outreach. Um, again, because and, and what's amazing is when we get the kids there, that's the challenge. When we can get the kids there. It inspires them. It does, wow. and then and then now you actually see something what w- what we think should be inspirational, inspiring them, and um and and so 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 that that's part of the community as a whole, and uh, we know that the success of our young men, um, the community has to be a part of that, or the community of St. Augustine. Mm. Um, you know, I go back to the event that we had here, just um, having our our seniors honor their moms. And the amazing opening arms of Colonial Church to host that and support it and make it great. Mm. Um, you know, things like that to build community within the program, but also show that, like, um, show the community that these football players um, were more about them being more than just football players, mm. um, being young men who serve and honor people in our community. That's so good, man. I, I think, like, you know, again, like, you're in a privileged position, God's positioned you, but then as a default of like, or, or a byproduct of your leadership now, he's positioning these young men in, in place on this team. And like you say, like this team, you know, is it's well known, you know, especially in this area, you know, like um, constantly in the, in, the, in the local press at least every week. Um, and some of these players are now being positioned. And I think like your role in raising them up um, to be that kind of example you know and, and developing like and, and probably they don't even know it at that stage but you're developing their leadership um whether it's for life or it's for for just for them but um can you talk a little bit about and can we kind of move towards like you mentioned our church our church is sort of you know i feel like there's so many things we could do it's sort of hard as a church to sort of look at all the needs and say where do we get started you know um that's why the church needs to 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 rise up not just ours um and and we just want to be part of you know the bigger the bigger church but like can you talk a little bit about the impact on um some of these kids when it comes to church like what how could how could the church be the answer for these kids or be an answer or be a help or be a blessing sure well the 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 inspiration you know what inspires them and um you know i told you a little bit of my story you know i was inspired by making my parents proud and making mm. A's and being a good athlete, um, making sure that adults thought I was a good kid yeah. um, until, until Jesus rescued me yeah. from the, um, the, 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 the gross perfection I thought I had. Um, <laughs> you know, so, so I think I, th- there, there is no substitute for the impactful, uh, shocking, awe-inspiring um, love of Jesus Christ. Mm. And, and so I think we should start right there. Yeah. And um, obviously in the, in the public school setting, um, there are times you have to be a little guarded, you know, it, it, you, real, real quickly, you might get yourself removed from the place God puts you in. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. but our, our kids are well aware of, of where I stand and, mm. and, and it's a great opportunity as a, as an ambassador of the church. Do you, do you pray before each game? Uh, we pray uh, before, after, after practice, we'll pray tonight before we eat. Yeah. Um, before, after, in the middle, as yeah. much as you can. Yeah. Um, absolutely. And, uh, you know, and, and truth is truth, whether, whether it comes from the Bible or comes from a textbook. Mm. 
And uh, of course, I, I feel one of those truths may be more powerful, right? Mm. And it's all, all, but the truth is truth. And, and so, so I share with them truth and, and w- whether or not they know the source, I know the source and, and, and the source, the source is, is after mm. their heart. So, yeah. um, so, so that happens a lot, but uh, no, I, uh, as an ambassador to the church, you know, our, our young men know, know where I stand and they get to see me fail a lot mm. and I get a lot of opportunities to, to own that and tell them I'm not perfect, but I serve a perfect savior. So, um, you know, and I, and I think that's important. Uh, but the church as a whole, I just, we, we've, we, we have an opportunity with boys especially, um, and I don't want to turn this into a social commentary, but mm. I, think, I think boys just need to be empowered to be boys. Yeah. And need to be empowered to, um, and also need to understand what does that mean? What does that mean? There's so much coming at these young men of what they think is a man that is a lie. Mm. Um, so much coming at them that, that they think they have to kind of live up to this false uh, vision of what a man is. And um, they need as much healthy um, depiction of what a man is being poured into their life as humanly possible. Mm. And they need it. And, and, and what is in their brain, as, as a man thinketh, so he shall be. And, mm. and, and that's, that they need, it, they need it constantly. Yeah. And... Um, so that's that's where the church can step in. I mean, the church needs to. Uh, the, the church has an opportunity mm. to teach these boys about what it means to be a man, and what it means to be an upright man, um, in, 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 a, in a world that maybe maybe doesn't espouse that. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I think I think the church is 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 perfectly positioned, um, and always has been. You know, the church uh, we believe is the answer. Of, you know, and the hope for the world because the head of the church is Jesus. So I love that, like you, you sort of you start there. You know, with the way you outwork this, this, um, this mission. I feel like you're. I really feel like you're kind of like this evangelist. You know, that just happens to be positioned. You know, um, uh, at the high school as the coach. But I think like if we can, if we can sort of see the opportunity as the church and say, okay, like if if we can just have you know, people ready uh, to 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 be that role whenever the call comes. You know, and like, it's not like we can round you know everyone that we feel like needs this up and make them you know be that you can't do that. A woman, a man, <laughs> but you can you can certainly be ready. And I love like just even you know your story about like being impacted by older older guys. Um, you know, some of which I know. Um, it really helped you. It was kind of like perhaps even in the moment to them just might have been seen as just like a regular kind of, this is just what we do. You know, we're, we're, sure. we'll talk to this kid and, and we'll hang out with this kid and we'll, we'll be, we'll be there for this kid. Um, but really you just never know what kind of impact that's having. And I think the enemy, he does a good job of discouraging us from seeing that opportunity or even thinking that that could happen. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we in the natural, we don't see what's going on because we just maybe see a kid who's not responding right. um, the way we kind of you know, would hope they would respond. But one of the things I've learned in my journey is like, especially the power of our words, our words have the ability to build up. And so... You know the the power of of uh, life and death are in the tongue, and 
and I remember just as a, as a teenager just being impacted by my own coaches uh, as a swimmer also played rugby at school and you know if I got an encouraging word or was built up by a coach um, you know I think if I sat down for a moment I could probably remember some of those moments and um, and that was a while ago now so <laughs> I think the church just needs to, you know, just be ready, you know, and um, I, I, I just love this conversation because I think we're, again, we're, we're, we're positioned and we're, you know, we believe in God for great things. And so I, I think, I think young, young men, young people are inspired by being a part of something bigger than themselves. I know that's a, that's a cliche answer. Um, and I think the church has that, that huge opportunity um, because with, um, why, why do young men get involved with some of these, the, the gangs? Why do they get involved with this or that? Um, they're looking for acceptance and community. They're looking for people that they think are going to be there for them. Wow. Um, and and our, our football team is just another version of that. Hmm. Um, and, and hopefully, but, but, you know, hopefully our football team can leverage that to give these young men community. Hopefully the church can leverage that to give young men community. Hmm. Um, and, and point these kids in a direction that will inspire them in life-giving ways. Um, maybe maybe not the, the, the quick fix, but a, a true life-giving path. That's awesome. It's all about life, life change and transformation. So um, we've got an opportunity coming up, um, which is one of the reasons we did this, was because Wild Man is sort of pretty close to, to, to being here um, next Thursday, uh, October 17th. Um, here at Colonial Church, 550 State Road 207. Um, just, you know, a quick Wildman plug. Like, what, why do you love Wildman? Why do you see it as important? Why, do you, why, why are you in the future going to bring your boys? <laughs> That's an awesome thought. I can't wait. <laughs> the, uh, well, just, just that community. Um, there's, there's strength in that community. You know, I kind, of equate it, I kind of equate it to why when you come back from a missions trip or when you come back from a conference, are you so energized and why, why does it? Why do you? Why do you feel so different? And and I, I think when you're in that community of believers, uh, God blesses it, and and it totally changes your life. It totally changes mm-hmm. everything. And and you talk about that spiritual high from the conference or the missions trip. I, I almost think it's about the community that you're in for that duration of time. Less less about the physical, tangible doing. Mm-hmm. It's about that community. And when you're surrounded by that community. Um, it, it, it builds up your boldness. It builds up your, 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 your convictions. Um, so there's so much strength in that and, and it's, it's, it's blessed, it's honored. Um, and it it just changes things. So, Mm. I mean, uh, I I could equate it to our church in general. You know, when you come to a community and and you see everybody pouring their gifts, um, into something to the, to the glory of the kingdom of God, to the advancement of the kingdom of God, it's an amazing thing and it, it attracts you. Mm. Um, and, and that attraction is so much stronger than maybe some of the things um, that, that are not life-giving. Um, but until you've experienced it, you may not even know it. So that's why it's so important for somebody to be exposed to it um, because it can change their life. That's awesome. Well, man, thanks so much for being here. Thanks for, uh, for, for just chatting with me and you know talking for a little bit. I'm so excited about the future for you. I believe the future's never looked so good for the Braddock family and, and the jackets. And, um, so thanks for coming, man. I really appreciate you leaning in and just love your heart. And, um, yeah, thanks Absolutely. for everything. Thank you. 
Well, thanks for tuning in to this uh, podcast. And um, like we mentioned today, Wild Man is coming up October 17th, um, which is Thursday night at 6 p.m. We'd love for you if you're a guy in our community um, and want to come along. Maybe you, you need community um, or maybe you've come to Wild Man many times before. Can I just encourage you? Um, you won't regret it. Um, we're going to have a great time together. There's going to be community. We're going to hang out. There's going to be games. There's going to be um, time to spend and meet each other. And um, But also an opportunity to worship, uh, hear the word of God preach, which is so important. And also to be able to pray over our men and believe God for great things ahead. So come out to Wildman, October 17th, 6 p.m. And we'll see you there.